There is a woman who uh, quit her job, and this is the way, if you're going to go out, go out all the way. She was working at a restaurant, and uh, we have some actual audio and video of this woman quitting her job. Here it is on Bone TV. Her big black hat. She mooned them on the way out and, and played with her butt it. cheeks. Smacked it around a little bit. Oh, Rikishi! Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you remember Rikishi? Yeah, she gave him the stink face. Listen to that again. Now, hang on. I don't give a. <laughs> f- oh, I got hired at Yale. Suck my mother. By the I way, got, do we I, know who she is? I'd love to try and call her. I love that everyone in the in the restaurant is like, oh, 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 oh they're oh. eating. Like, listen to the butt smack too. <laughs> oh, I got hired. Oh, yeah, big old fat ass on her. Oh, that's great. I wonder what she got hired at Yale to do. That's a very. Is that what she said? I got hired at Yale. Yeah, that's a weird yeah. thing to yell as you're getting fired from a job got, in a restaurant. I got hired at Yale. Yeah, <laughs> but out here serving biscuits to right. you. Yeah, maybe but it, maybe Yale is like a bookstore or like. Oh, yeah. Not a yeah, not a restaurant. Yeah, it's like the Yale Yard or something. Yeah. <laughs> we got you. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> we need to try and find her. Uh, I don't have any information on her name or anything, but uh, if we can try. Where was that? Did it say? Uh, no. It just oh. says there's a, a video of a woman online who quit her job at a restaurant. Perfect. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's uh, and the guy caught it on Snapchat. Yeah. His face is great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, oh. You never expected to see oh, that. Man. <laughs> He did a great job, too, because he moved out of the way yeah. so you could see her smack her big old booty. <laughs> That's wonderful. Uh, this is, I got to tell you, this is the best reason for Bone TV. Yeah. Because yeah. we're all laughing at this and watching this, and you know you can go find it. Uh, they're saying that this happened outside of a restaurant in New Haven, Connecticut, and that she was, in fact, uh, recently hired by Yale University, but they do not list the woman's name. Do you think Yale's still going to keep her on? Uh, yeah, come yeah. on. Is she like, that's why she quit because Yale hired her? Or is she you... mad and then going out? Oh, working? I found her name. Uh, Akua. Aga- oh. Akuna Matana. A K U A is the first name. A K U A. Last name A G Y E M F R A. Oh, my God. I'm a fry. She's a 20-year-old. You should be able to find her in a second. She's 20? York University. She's not 20. Look at that. I don't know. know. Weathered 20. Yeah. I'll keep looking. That could be her mother. (laughs) Yeesh. I don't know. If you if you every time she hits her ass, she can you count the can you count the, the tides, <laughs> the waves. There's only about twenty in there. Oh, man. That's how you tell how old the black oh, chick is. I no. get that ass a smack. Yeah, I gotta be honest with you. Right? I, when she was doing that, I was like, kind of like, yeah. Like, really? It's, yeah. it's got good shape to it. Yeah, it does. Yeah. He's right. Ever, He's right. Uh, oh, you're out of your mind. Have you Maybe ever quit a, a job like that? Like, what? Well, I don't Known know. People. Well, I, yeah, I'm trying to think of the worst way that I ever quit a job. It was when I was delivering pizzas, and it was July Fourth weekend. They were like, "Hey, you're working July Fourth weekend." I go, "No, I'm not." And they're like, "Yeah, you are." And then I just didn't show up. And then I, that yeah. was my way of quitting. But I never, like, I never walked out in a blaze of glory. It was like, "Yeah, you." No, die. I think I made my mother quit for me when I was younger. Really? Just call me. I walked out of a Walgreens in the middle of my shift. That's how I quit. I had like a line going through, and I was like, no, nah, I'm done. Took off my little vest, and I was like, I'm out of here. I don't want to do this. I, the only job I ever quit was uh, I worked at a, uh, a pizza place that my brother's friends owned, and I told them because they were like, I, my paycheck didn't cash, and I go, hey, listen, you got to start paying me cash, and then uh, I'm going to Florida in two weeks, and when I get back, I'm not working here. <laughs> and that was it. But then they actually hired me, the one owned a car detailing shop, 
Yeah, me detailing <laughs> cars. Uh, that lasted about, I don't know, 10 minutes. They brought in a car that the people had a dog and there was hair all on the back. And I'm vacuuming, vacuuming, it's not coming out. And I just went over to Neil and I go, hey, this really isn't my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm not going I'm to work here anymore. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, I did I, uh, like not bus table. Not, what do you bar back? When right. you're not the bartender, but you're Ooh, getting bar ice. Bar back is a rough Carry job. Ice. And yeah. I did it uh, right. I had gotten an internship at 102.7 WJSD in Atlantic City, but it was working for free. Right. And I had also landed this awesome gig at the time at a casino in Atlantic City, being a bar back. That was a pretty lucrative gig. That was a thing that then all of a sudden you become a bartender and you're making eighty to a hundred thousand dollars a year at that time. But I went in and my first weekend, I went in. It was like Memorial Day or Labor Day weekend, big weekend. And I walked away from the uh, 11 to like 7 shift with $32 in tips. And I go, oh. how am I only making $32 and the pay is only like $4 an hour? And uh. I go, well, this is not worth it. And I just go, oh, I will never bar back again. I was terrible. <laughs> I could have carried the ice. I mean, was Maybe that's why you got $32. Yeah. Because the bartenders tip you out. But they were like, this guy didn't give me any ice. Then oh, I, uh, I learned you, you're good to the bartenders. There's just money to be made there. Sure, yeah. So then I figured out a scheme, which is that the casinos, when they go, I had to train to be a bar back so they pay you for training and it's good pay it's like 15 bucks an hour so my buddies then would just start going from casino to casino to go through the training get the jobs and quit <laughs> and, quit. and they would do the two week oh, training pull the Gary Cannon. they yeah. make a lot of money and then they just move on to the next job oh I remember when I was in high school I was a dishwasher and uh, they you know they paid like $3 an hour or whatever it was and then all, all your money came from doing other people's jobs bartenders hey will you go downstairs and get uh, a couple cases of Budweiser and then go get it and they're throwing you 20 here and there. Before you know it, I made $100 in the night. Yeah. It had nothing to do with my job. Awesome. I miss those days. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was making a joke. Yeah. A guy was uh, fishing in Wisconsin a few weeks ago, and he lost his prosthetic leg. So he posted it on Craigslist in case anyone found it. Last week, two guys actually spotted it in a beaver dam. Uh, they found uh, they uh, found the post and returned it to the guy. He wound up giving him a fifty dollar reward. Oh, for his leg! Yeah, that was nice. Hey, what's the the beavers were like? That uh, was so perfect. <laughs> it was keeping everything together. What's the reward uh, policy? Like, you gotta give him for something. What? No, I mean that's fifty dollars for a leg. I think I think that's good. dollars for your okay. But what if, what if you're a cab driver and you find a wallet with five thousand dollars in it and you return it? If you find five thousand dollars in a wallet, if you don't get at least a hundred dollars, yeah. that's ridiculous. All right, uh, I agree with that. Yeah. But I mean, does that seem cheap? I like. Here's the thing: my uh, five thousand dollars that I have. Um, I I need all that five thousand that was in my wallet because I was taking that to go pay my mortgage or whatever. So. Like, like people think, Still, oh, this guy carried five thousand dollars. He should have given you a thousand of it. You're like, oh no, like, he needed. I for mean, bill. if if it was something like, hey, I had that five thousand dollars because my mom needs surgery, and it's five thousand uh, dollars. Understandable. That's all the money you have. Okay, maybe when your mom gets better, she makes the cab driver a nice meal or something. Yeah. But uh, you know, a hundred dollars out of that. I think that's all right. I, we're along the same lines. Because, I, I just wanted to see what you thought because sometimes. I read these stories and then they go and they, and they gave them a reward of $100 and everybody goes, oh, that's it. And I go, well, he needed that money for something. It wasn't like he just happened to 
How about yeah, but, carrying around five grand? But you look at it thinking, well, this guy's walking around with five grand. What an idiot. He could be out five grand. Instead, he's just out, you know, a hundred bucks. Right. So what, maybe mm. a little bit more. What is the limit at which you would keep it? Is there like a, a like, because I would think if it's anything over like $50,000, that's drug dealer money. And now I don't feel bad taking yeah, it. I'm more worried oh, about no, it. I'm, I, I'm worried about it, but I feel comfortable taking it because I go, hey, you know what? It's scumbags. But if it's a, it's a, a give me the scenario. Grand, give me the scenario yeah. and how much money and I. <laughs> Bus and for whatever reason your car breaks down you're on the bus and you find a bag with uh, seventeen thousand dollars in large bills so it's obviously yeah, drug stolen. Uh, that I probably oh that I probably I, I was gonna say turn into police but I don't even want my name associated Absolutely with it. Absolutely not. I don't know, man. All right, you're I, walking I home. Try, I may try. I may take that and try and trade it into somebody and get you know like fifty cents on the dollar. You're walking home and you find a bank bag. Oh. And that bag has fifty, sixty thousand dollars in it all wrapped up. It's not from a bank, but it's like one of those bags, and it's just like stashed behind a oh garbage God. can or something. Like you see it. And are, where are like are there you cameras? Is it walking home? Like, you walking home city, down on a, or am I walking in a like a? You're walking down on a on you know your neighborhood, your old neighborhood when you were a kid. Oh boy, I know. Yeah, I take it. I have to take yeah. it. I have to take it and try and figure it out from there. Yeah, I, I agree. You look to see if there's anything suspicious, but then you, no matter, I grab it and go and go, you know what? I'll figure it out down the road. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm with you on that, too. Yeah, Unless you think. And, I, and when I walk away, I try and walk smaller. <laughs> so you can't tell. <laughs> I would imagine that whoever put that there is coming back right. shortly to get it. Yeah. And if they, they're out looking for yeah. you now, and if they see you walking around with your bag. Or they're watching it, and they put it there because they can see it from wherever they are, and they watch you take it, and now they're just following well, what, you home. What are you, what are you trying to catch me? Like, well, what no. are you, why are you watching? Because yeah. they're, they're hiding from the cops. The cop is circling the block. They had to hide from the cop, but they wanted to separate from the money so they weren't associated with it if they get caught. Or it's a drop. Like, you know, Oof. somebody else was supposed to get it, and they're watching to make sure he gets it, and you come and pick it up. Well, oh. you're not the guy who's supposed to get it because I'm not getting my uh, girlfriend back from you that you're holding <laughs> yeah, hostage. The right. answer is you reach in the bag, you just take a little bit of it, and you leave the rest of the bag there because most likely when the guy comes back and he sees the bag, he's not going to realize anything's missing until it's too late to figure out where it's missing. That's smart. I know. That's how, how do you, but how do you walk away with... <laughs> you don't be greedy. You don't yeah. be greedy, Rob. Most of I these small be. crimes, yeah. most of these little embezzlement things that you do are great, it, it, which when you get greedy, that you get caught. If you start taking pennies on the dollar and nobody notices, you start doing it for four years, somebody's going to notice eventually. Telling you. What you don't know, though, is I always carry $17,000 of counterfeit money with me, so I put Swap that it out. in the bag. <laughs> smart. Real you you very smart. Ron, what would you do if you found the money? Hey, man, let me tell you something. If the only way I would give that money back is if I saw in the news that it was like, you know, really like, oh, charity something, but you, nobody's going to remember your good deed. And if you got to, even if you should get at least a grand, because let me tell you, if somebody brought back $5,000 cash of my money, I'd give them $1,000 because I would could possibly lose all five of that $1,000. I wouldn't so, want it. If I brought it back to you and you were like, oh, my God, thank you. This is my wallet. I was using to pay that. I wouldn't want you to give me $1,000. I would be like, no, man, that's your yeah, money. But you also make a million dollars a year or whatever. <laughs> $14 million. Oh, whatever. Whatever, yeah. dude. You know what I'm saying. You don't make $20,000 a year. No. So that's what I'm trying to say. Come I, on, man. I, but hold on. You're from New York. I know, and there have been plenty of years where I did make crap money for years, and I, I'm just saying. <laughs> so let me tell you what happened, Ron. In, in, like, in like 1990, I was uh, a telemarketer, and I went to the corner gas station to get um, uh, like coffee during one of our coffee breaks, mm -hmm. and some old guy 
uh, lost his wallet there, and it was Christmas. It was like two days Aww. before Christmas, and he had to be like in his 70s, and he lost a wallet with hundreds of dollars. He was going to buy Christmas stuff, and I felt so bad. And uh, then when we got back to the thing, one of the other kids that worked in the telemarketing room, he found the wallet, uh-huh. and he gave us all $100 out of it because the guy had a ton of money in there. Right. I still feel guilty to this day. Oh, 44 years old, I still rough. feel guilty, and I was making less than 20 grand there. You should because I read a story about that guy. He killed himself. Oh. Oh. He was sad he couldn't get his grandkids. You see did, Ron. <laughs> you flooded me with guilt. Thank <laughs> yeah, you, sir. You uh, uh, listen, he's right. I mean, if I, if I, listen, if I really did make $14 million a year and I lost 5000 somebody give back, sure, I'd yeah. give him $1,000 of it. I would, and I would keep the money had if it was like from a corporation or if uh, if somebody was going to do a drop at a bank, you know, at the end of the night and they forgot it in a cab, yeah, I'd probably keep that money. Yeah. But if but if it was somebody's personal money, the guilt would just be too much for me. Uh, I told you, and of course, this you know you're not going to get away with doing this. But uh, when I worked at the nightclub, we would go and pick up the cash for that day. Like we would drop off and then we would pick up the cash for all the registers. Right. And at the time we had, I don't know, 15, 17 different registers that all had a certain amount of money in there. And uh, I I was doing it for so long that when I stopped working at that nightclub, that was still the bank that I went to. And I pulled up and the lady goes, are you here to pick up the uh, your your cash for today? <gasps> Whatever. And I was like, yes. no, oh. I'm not because there's a lot of cameras and stuff. So. <laughs> and you have my signature on file. You know, my you know, yeah, it just didn't work out. But I was like, uh, maybe <laughs> let's find out from a woman's perspective. Tammy, what would you do? Well, I would be completely nervous that there's like a hidden camera somewhere on that show. Like, what would you do? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, John Quinones is out to get you. <laughs> Yeah, I'd just be way too nervous to try to get away with it. I would, I would, uh, you know, the thing is that if you act casual like you were supposed to do, like if Galvin went there and it said, uh, they were like, are you supposed to get this cash? And you were like, yeah. And they gave it to you and you drove away and you didn't flinch. You didn't go, you didn't start dancing in your car. Right. Even John Quinones would be like, he's too, he's too calm. Yeah. What is going on over here? I don't in know. In this day and age, there's cameras everywhere. You yeah. Just, I would feel like I'd get caught. Now, it, now it'd be hard to do. John Cusack yeah. was in a movie yeah. where he, it was a true story up in, I want to say, in Philly. Yeah. Where it was a, uh, an armored car that hit a bump and the door opened in the back and money fell out and Cusack found it. And uh, all they had to do was sit back and wait for one of those hard, you know, middle class working people to start buying stuff before they figured out who stole the money. Right. Yeah. He really, he really did everything wrong. Yeah. Thank you, Tammy. Uh, Scotty, it says you once lost ten grand. Where? Uh, well, my old lady owed it to me for child support, and they've been looking for me for a year. And they spontaneously sent me a check, and I cashed it. And I didn't want to carry it around in my pocket, so I shoved it down between the seats of my truck. And I took it to have the interior clean, and, and the guy just walks in with a handful of money and said, Hey, we found this money in your truck. Like, it better be 10 grand, and he counted out. It was all there, 10 grand, so I gave him 100 bucks. Oh, he gave it back. You left yeah, him there he, to get your car washed? That's on you, yeah. man. That's a bad no, move. I, didn't leave. I was I was in the office. I didn't leave. Yeah, Regardless. You like, put it in your car, and you're yeah. like, yeah. Uh, Why don't you just sit it on your head and walk around with a blindfold <laughs> on? <laughs> well, that was good that you gave. I didn't want to get robbed or something. You know, I didn't want to keep it on me, so I just put it down between the seats. And oh. Yeah, but... Yeah, bucks an hour, and they they kept the money. So I got you. Saved it for me. Well, people are good. Thank you. I I don't know. Uh, maybe take it home before you take your car to get washed or whatever. But the other thing is, put it is in a shoebox. I would rather have it in my uh, pocket so I have a fighting chance. When was the last time you were robbed? 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. When was the last time somebody mugged you sitting in a place where you're getting your car detailed? I have uh, never been robbed. I have never been held at knife point or gun point or anything. It's a lot of fun. But <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a blast. Yeah. I don't walk around the hood in Baltimore either. Baltimore. Baltimore. <laughs> but I have, for one reason or another, had like 20 or 30 grand in my pocket or an envelope or something. Just like taking it from one place or another. Yeah. And that... At that point, you feel like it's going to happen in any second. Like, everybody knows sure. you have cash on you. Sure, yeah. Not true, but it, you feel like it. Frank, go ahead, Frank. Hey, Mike, how are you today? Good, man. What's happening? Dude, I used to work at a small mom-and-pop record store in uh, New Jersey, and we had a Ticketmaster back in the late 80s. And one time, they were uh, set, we sold like eight or eight or ten shows for the Grateful Dead, and we had like a hundred grand cash uh, in the store with us. And our boss was like, yeah, I'll take you to the bank. And uh, normally, he, me and another manager would go and take the money. He was gone for like six hours. He came back and he's like, yeah, I was robbed. Yeah, was sure you were. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he wasn't robbed. Did they ever catch him? Did they ever investigate it? Uh, no, he had he had a black eye and uh, just came back and said, uh, I'm out of 100 grand. Yeah, the one year that they, the one time they had a hundred grand was right. the time that he got robbed. Exactly. We're like, yeah, sure, you were robbed. Funny. Thank you, sir. Uh, we used to, uh, at the end of the night with the nightclub, I mean, all that money, we would have to go make a deposit, and it would have to be two managers would go together in separate cars. And uh, the one manager ha- had a gun with him. And so we go walking out. It's me and him, JJ, the manager. And we go walking out, and he's got, like, probably, you know, 80 grand right. in cash there. And this car comes flying up through the parking lot, and he just drops the bag and pulls his gun <laughs> and draws his gun. One of the drunk girl bartenders. She's oh like, what God. are you guys going out after this? <laughs> <laughs> you almost got You realize if we shot her, you'd both have to go. She tried to rob us. Yeah. Yeah. VH1 is developing a new cooking show hosted by who? Who would be good to host a cooking show oh, together? An Mark old rocker. Summers. An old rocker? An old rocker. It would be... Um, oh, you're close. You're really close. Ooh, an old an VJ? No. An old... Uh, an old you were close with ro- old rocker. Right. But not rocker. So old. It starts with an R and has an ER at the end. I saw. Old Raper? Close. <laughs> You're even closer. Add another P in Bill there. Bill Cosby? Oh, add another P in there. Uh, rapper. Yeah, an old, old rapper. rapper. Yeah. Oh, so it's going to be uh, Joe, uh, run the MC? No. No, I was kidding. I'm saying it's not him. It's going to be an old rapper, white guy or black guy? Black guy. Black guy. Likes to smoke up, so he likes to eat a lot. Probably. Method man. Yep, Snoop Dogg. Oh, there you geez. go. Snoop Dogg and who? Um, Rachel Ray. You got to have somebody from the food the world, cook. right? You got to have somebody who uh, deals with that stuff. Uh, not Guy Fieri. The VH1 can't I'll tell afford you, it's him. It's not a guy, it's a woman. Yes, of course it is. It's Paula Dean. She does food stuff. She Paula does Dean is yeah. so, <laughs> so trying so hard to prove she's not racist. Right. She's doing a cooking show with a Negro. She does food stuff. She does uh, decorating. Oh, Martha Stewart. Yeah. Shut up. Yes. VH1 awesome? is developing yeah. a cooking show hosted by Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. It's called. Martha and Snoop's dinner party. I'm excited. <laughs> it'll I, I, it'll premiere sometime. That's this, good for two episodes. It'll yeah. premiere sometimes this fall. Oh, it was just canceled. <laughs> it was just canceled. <laughs> cooking show with Negro does sound pretty. Oh, I would totally Paula watch Deans. that if Paula Deen. Paula Deen's cooking show with a Negro, and every week she cooks with a different black guy. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Yeah. I would, watch yeah. it. would you not watch that? I would. Paula Deen's cooking show with a Negro, and it doesn't have to be famous black people. They right. could also be criminals. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, the dog, the bounty hunter catches no, 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 not for Paula Dean. She, need, <laughs> oh, she, she needs to be only with bad people. 
She, I would, although you could put her with uh, Ben Carson, yeah. like he's popular uh, at the time. I would imagine uh, instead of show in Negro, she would want the word bigger in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Paula Dean would. I bet. I bet they would. I just. I don't think that. Uh, <laughs> That I don't think that it would be good for VH1, I don't think, for Paula Dean. Oh, Spanish, that would probably be your absolute favorite show. Welcome right now, one of my favorite people in the world, Miss Paula Dean. Miss Paula Dean, are you there? I'm here. How are you? It is so wonderful to be able to speak with you today, Miss Paula Dean. Oh, thank you, Mr. Spanish. I want to get right into it, Paula. With all the trouble that you've had in the media, with you being racist and all the uproar with that, what do you find is the best way to continue being racist? Very quietly. Uh, Okay. Do you think that younger people are more tolerant of race? Well, you know, there certainly is a difference between, uh, like, my grandson, who's eight years old, and my aunt being 85. Yeah, I am sure your 85-year-old aunt is as racist as you are. Yes, yes. Paula, seriously, would you be okay if I just started yelling the N-word right now? Spanish. You can't say anything that makes me any happier. (laughs) That's what I thought you'd say. Okay, listen, Paula, we all know that you don't like hanging out uh, with black people, but sexually, what do you prefer, white guys or black guys? I love a black Oh, my God. (laughs) So, obviously, Paula, you can't just go around saying the N-word whenever you like, but uh, do you have any code words that you use now? Once in a while, I would would call on Aunt Jemima or, um, or eggplant. Oh, oh, man, I don't think you should say that. <laughs> Paula, what would you do if you were alone in the kitchen and a black person walked in? Uh, set the fire alarm off in my kitchen. <laughs> That's the first time I'd ever done that. And I did, when the bell started going off, I, I, I just stopped and I asked the audience, I said, what is that? What is it? And somebody, <laughs> it's your fire alarm. <laughs> that, that seems like a bit much, Paula. Uh, Paula, since you are still very racist, yes. uh, I'm going to read <laughs> some words from uh, a list that I found that are maybe some younger, hipper words that you might be able to get away with. Yeah. <laughs> you know, words like, uh, like chigger, <laughs> spigot, <laughs> gooch, <laughs> night tassel. <laughs> Jungle rock, maybe. <laughs> like rice cake or dark noodle. <laughs> All right, Paula, you can use any of those at your discretion. I love you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, darling, and I love you back. And tell tell everybody out there listening that I sent love and best dishes to them. Yes, thank you, Miss Paula. I hope you have a fantastic rest of the day and uh, enjoy yourself. Bye, darling. Yeah, that was a very yeah. special relationship. You had. Yeah. I miss her so much. The cooking, Paula Dean's cooking yeah. show with the Negro coming <laughs> to BET sometime it'll soon. Be, it'll be a mid-season replacement for the uh, Martha <laughs> Stewart Snoop Dogg thing. Steve and Julie Weintraub here for the Golden Diamond Source. If you're thinking about getting engaged, Golden Diamond Source is your one-stop destination. Shop, compare, and save at the Golden Diamond Source. 3800 Almerton Road. Or online at goldendiamondsource.com.